0: Hello, welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday morning. We've got your NBA action covered from Monday night. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Trayvon Edwards with Rob Lopez traipsing around Girardelli Square. Don't forget to subscribe to The Athletic a week from Monday. So April 8th, we transitioned behind the athletic paywall. Go to theathletic.com slash dings for about $3 per month for your subscription. Also our live show in Chicago, May 18th, Lincoln Hall. Get tickets today on countthedings.com. You don't want to miss this live Live show coming up on today's daily ding lebron james won't be patriotic this summer zion williamson is about to get stupid paid and the east playoff scenario saw some weird events tonight but first the bucks are close to clinching home court advantage throughout the playoffs bucks 131 nets 121 one uh in brooklyn no chris middleton in this one Giannis had a lot of work to do trey he had 28 points on 9 of 23 shooting 11 rebounds two assists eric bledsoe had 29 points to lead the bucks he also had five rebounds seven assists five steals two blocks george hill with 22 off the bench brooke lopez revenge game 14 points four blocks the bat the bucks magic number is down to one win or one warriors loss for home court advantage throughout the playoffs d'angelo russell 28 points but on nine of 27 from the field he shot just two of 10 in the fourth quarter with 10 rebounds three assists Karis lavert had 24 points off the bench uh what else he had six assists four rebounds 20 points for Demari carroll joe harris hit five threes had 17 points uh but Trade the Nets were just sloppy in this one. They turned the ball over twenty-three times. Uh, they tried to make a run of it at, at certain times against the Bucs, but the Bucs were just a better team.
1: Yeah, towards the end of the game, you know, in the fourth quarter, uh, they tried to make a late run. But the Bucs, uh, it was one play that kind of kinda put the put the game to bed. It was a, a Giannis dunk, a strong finish. But Eric Bletto, you know, played an exceptional game. Um, even without Middleton and also, you know, uh, Guys guys stepped up and, and, and made big plays. Tim Frazier has been a good pickup for them. Yeah. Um, happy birthday, Brooke Lopez, one of the twins. Um, he did well as well. So, um, you know, D'Angelo Russell fared out how, you know, he's been playing well since the break um, and picking it up. And like you said, um, this would be an interesting matchup. I mean, I think uh, Middleton would be the difference maker, but yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Um also it's been reported that Atkins and his staff has been, you know, up for a New Deal, um, which is much deserved. I mean, you know, having Brooklyn as the best team in New York. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I, I think like if you know, so right now the Nets the Nets remained in the seventh seed for the game. They're half game behind uh, half game behind Pistons, I believe. a Half game ahead of of the Heat. Just a big jumble between those three teams, and of course Orlando in the East for these playoff positions. But the the Nets very well very well could fall to eight. And if that's the case, like this is a this is a fun matchup. Like the Nets, in my mind, like they've been scrappy. They've been a fun story all year round. But they keep falling behind at the beginning of these games, and then they ask D'Angelo Russell or Spencer Dinwiddie to you know to kind of save them. Dinwiddie didn't have a good night. He was in foul trouble. Um, but they they gotta they gotta start out quick because Kenny Atkinson's a good coach like we know they're we know they're a good team we know they're a scrappy team we know they're dangerous but they keep putting them, themselves in these holes and as we saw tonight like D'Angelo Russell doesn't always become the hero
1: yeah i mean that's the thing you know what i mean the emergency break glass button for those guards and when those guards are not going it's it's just rough and it was one of those scrappy games obviously you know again mentioning Middleton being out um this proves that you gotta have a little more faith in the Bucks, that they you know, during those scrappy games that, you know, normally teams let go, they, they clawed back and, 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 and was able to kinda put this game to rest. Um that that's a good sign if you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then you mentioned that, you know, kinda that clincher with Giannis Giannis getting the dunk inside. He fought through a bunch of players. Like he he did seem to have those moments. I like the way the Nets guarded him. Like, you know, they kinda had Jared Allen shading everywhere he went. They had Demar Carroll trying to get into him a little bit, but uh but, you know, they made Giannis work, but there is just, it just does seem to be in almost every game this year, there is a breaking point where he just decides, screw this, I'm going to dunk it on somebody. And he just is so much stronger and has so much more length than everybody that it just, uh, it seems unfair, even against, you know, a, a solid defensive team like the Nets. Everybody, you know the deal with FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash B2B. You play in the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. You go, you sign up at FanDuel.com slash B2B. Put money in your account. Uh, FanDuel's going to put five bucks in your account as a bonus. You get to play with B2B listeners every Wednesday. Win that challenge and come on the Friday mailbag to hang out with us. So again, FanDuel.com slash B2B. All right, Trey, let's get into the news from Monday for Tuesday. LeBron James says he won't play in the 2019 World Cup in China. The 2020 Olympics are in play for him. He told Joe Varden of The Athletic that he won't play for Team USA this summer. He's going to rest. He's going to take advantage of the extra time off with uh, missing the playoffs. He's going to come back next season 100%. Said he likes having to to tell the doubters, you know, to show the doubters that he, he has more in the tank, essentially the Lakers did convince LeBron to shut it down the rest of the season due to his groin injury. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Like, obviously they don't need LeBron to go win the world cup. They do, you know, they do have to take it seriously, but he, you know, he doesn't need to be there for the littler competitions. They do just want him there for the Olympics, right? Uh, LeBron being attached to any basketball
1: event is great. You know, um, obviously he's still, uh, our league star along with others. Um, but him being associated would be great, but he doesn't have to play because the league's in safe hands, obviously. And I think we can send our top seven and still do what we need to do over there. Um, but at this point, you know, if he does want to play and that's something that he wants to fulfill at 35 and a half, he'll, you know, he'll be able to have that option. Unlike other players, you know, when they're, you know, towards the end of their career and not saying that he's at the end of his career, cause he's still playing at a high level. So, um, Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be itching to play more basketball in the summertime.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and this maybe opens up a a little bit of a slot. You know, years ago when Anthony Davis came out of Kentucky, they put him right on that team for the World Cup action. Maybe they put Zion Williamson into the mix. (laughs) Hey, you never know. Yeah, maybe you know, get him dunking on a couple of European teams just to show everybody what the future is going to hold. Uh, speaking of Zion Williamson, he could get a historic shoe deal, according to Nick DePaula of ESPN. Uh, out of high school, LeBron James had a seven-year, fully guaranteed, eighty-seven million dollars. Uh, contract with Nike after turning down $100 million plus a $10 million signing bonus from Reebok. Kevin Durant signed for $60 million over seven years with Nike when he came out of Texas because he couldn't wear Air Force Ones if he signed with Adidas and he and his friends like Air Force Ones. This is all according to Nick DiPaola and now Zion Williamson could receive offers from as many as six brands including Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, New Balance, Puma, and Anta. Uh, he talked to Sonny Vaccaro and Sonny said, in my lifetime, I think it's going to be the biggest bidding war ever done. I would I would put them all on go sitting here at this age and watching 50 years of it. Zion has made me feel like it's 1984. I'm serious. He is going to get a crazy contract, but I, I don't know what to expect out of whatever this ends up being for his shoe career.
1: You gotta love Uncle Sonny. Um, you know he he brokered the deal for Brandon to you know sign with Under Armour out of high school and yeah. uh, go across the, across the water. But um, the funny thing about KD's deal was uh, KD was offered seventy by Adidas and he ended up settling for um, sixty with Nike for seven years. Um, I see this deal. You know, actually talking to Nick, um, being around the, probably like the eight to twelve per year range. Um, it won't beat Bronze deal because Bronze deal was just like one of the like elite deals of you know you know those type of athletes and um but it may be kd's offer so um i could see him going you know normally how the bit more situation goes, they allow the, nike allows players to go be swooned by adidas first and then they'll go see nike and hear legacy and maybe the number will be less but long term i think zion goes to nike
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, do you like, I know we had the the shoe blowout and all that stuff and the shoes, you know, thrown under the bench and all that stuff. Like, do you think that affects it all? Or is it just going to be about money and vision?
1: Not not at all. Think, that happens. That happens. Regardless of what size, whatever happens, there's blowouts all the time in sneakers. Um, no matter what the brand is, it's just unfortunate that that happened on the national stage and what type of player that was. And he happened to experience some type of injury towards it. Um, but I don't think that, you know, uh, the same shoes we buy as pedestrians in the world aren't the same shoes that the NBA players are playing with. They are adjusted with it. You know, insoles and and things that are fit for their foot. And I think that Nike will be able or whatever brand that he decides to sign with will be able to, um, you know, help him in the way that he needs to be helped.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point because it, it isn't just like, all right, these guys get a new shoe out of the box. that's just a random sh- like getting a shoe out of Foot Locker, right? Like these are fit for them. They're fit exactly to them. They have their insoles or orthotics or whatever they need to to create that that perfect balance for them. So it is it is going to be whether it's Adidas, whether it's Puma, whether it's Nike, whether, you know, whoever ends up getting Zion. Uh, you're right. It is going to be just a perfect shoe for him, regardless of the company. And then uh, final news from uh, from Monday: Jonas Valanciunas is done for the season, which means he's done for like a week. He injured himself against the Clippers on Sunday night. He suffered a grade two ankle sprain. There is no surgery required. He will be fine, but it'll be after the season is over. Uh, I gotta say, Waz and I were at the game Sunday, and we were watching. And like Trey, we mentioned this on the Ding last night, but Trey, like you know me, I'm a pretty big basketball nerd. They have a bunch of guys I've never heard of, and so now we get we get one more with with Jonas out it's it's
1: every every year we get a team that has tons of fillers and uh once those guys are shut down it just gives another opportunity you get the 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 cliche tweet of wow i'm an nba player now where to get the 10 day or the second 10 day and that's a blessing you know some of those guys end up sticking on or they trial for other teams you know in those two week spans so um you know with those guys being shut down whoever whoever gets the opportunity they need to make the
0: best of it why does it always feel like it's the grizzlies though
1: um, so remember back in the day when the Warriors had Reggie Williams and they were just kind of yes. just like, that was one year. And then the Suns gave a team opportunity and, you know, like different guys. It's just, I think it just depends on the health of certain teams and, and, and where the direction of the team is really going. You know, like this tanking thing really wasn't too crazy until, you know, Hinky and those guys. And, and now it's really evident yeah. where teams are going, you know, guys could have like a small injury or, you know, they just You know, the team isn't moving in that direction. So they just shut guys down and, you know, give other opportunities.
0: But they need bodies to fill all right let's get to the other games from monday night that you need to know for tuesday uh this is a part of a bunch of missed opportunities for the back end of the eastern conference pacers 111 pistons 102 in indianapolis the uh there was no blake griffin in this game take away the best player from both teams pacers are still better another total team effort for the pacers they shared everything boyan bogdanovich and Darius young both led them with 19 points bogdanovich also had seven rebounds six assists young had nine rebounds five assists miles turner 17 points six rebounds five blocks demontis Sabonis, bonus, 18 points, 12 rebounds off the bench. Uh, Pacers had a 64% true shooting in this one. For the Pistons, Wayne Ellington led them with 26 points on 10 and 19 shooting. Reggie Jackson, 22 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. He's been a lot better lately. Andre Drummond, 18 points, 17 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 blocks. Pistons remain a half game up on the Nets for the sixth seed, thanks to that Brooklyn loss we mentioned earlier. Raptors, 121, Magic, 109. Raptors went off in the second half or second quarter and the third quarter, outscored the Magic 66 to. 39 in those two quarters, led by 24 at one point. Magic tried to make it a game in the fourth, couldn't quite complete the comeback. Uh, Danny Green led all Raptors, 29 points on 11 of 15 shooting, 7 of 10 from deep. Kawhi Leonard, 15 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Kyle Lowry had 12 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Pascal Siakam just 6 points on 2 of 9 shooting, but Serge Ibaka had 15 and 6 off the bench. Fred Van Vliet had 10 and 7 off the bench. Uh, for the Magic, Edvin Fournier had 21 points. Nikola Vucevic had 13 points, 13 rebounds, with so just 5 of 4 Fourteen from the field. Uh, Wes Uwundo had 16 off the bench, went 7 of 7. Raptors hit 19 threes in this game, hit half their threes. Magic were in the eight seed for about a minute uh, with the Heat losing in Boston, but then once the Magic lost, they slid right back behind Miami. Speaking of the Heat in Boston, Celtics 110, Heat 105, no Josh Richardson. Celtics led by as many as 23 in this game. Al Horford was amazing. 19 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, second career triple-double, first since being on the Hawks in 2015. Kyrie Irving had 25 points on 7 of 19 from the field, but he did go 5'11 from deep. 19 points, six rebounds for Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart had uh, 16 points. Goran Dragic, dominant in the third, had 13 points in the quarter, had 30 overall, but they went away from him in the fourth quarter, lost that momentum. Bam, Adebayo, 19 points, 14 rebounds. Dwayne Wade had 17 points on 17 shots. Uh, Trey, between the Pistons, the Nets, the Heat, Orlando, Orlando seems set up with the easiest schedule, but neither of these teams seem to take advantage whenever the other one falls.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's it's just going to go up and down. And um, I just don't I just don't really know in the situation. Like these are these are kind of games that's going to get thrown on NBA TV <laughs> when I when I see it, you know, the playoff games as far as the NBA TV series, for sure. Whoever ends up in that. And, uh, you know,
0: they probably steal two games and be home. Yeah, this is definitely the NBA TV series. Whoever ends up here. Yeah. Knicks 113, Bulls 105 in New York. No Zach Levine, no Lowry Markkinen, no Chris Dunn. Knicks led by as many as 28 in this crap fest. Luke Cornett led the Knicks with 24 (laughs) points. He had 8 of 11 from from the field. Kevin Knox, 19 points and 9 rebounds. Mitchell Robinson, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 blocks, 18 for Damian Dotson. Uh, Robin Lopez led the Bulls with 29 points, one off his career high. Jakar Sampson had 22 points. He apparently plays for the Bulls right now. Trey, I didn't know. Ryan Archidiacano had 17 off the bench. Blazers 132, Wolves 122 in Minneapolis. Blazers did whatever they want. Didn't even need Damian Lillard to have a big game. Rodney Hood led the Blazers 21 points and his Cantor had 20 and 11. Lillard had 15 points on 17 shots, but he also had 12 assists. Seth Curry had 19 off the bench. Evan Turner had a triple double uh, off the bench. Sneaky triple double. Sneaky triple double got it late in the game. 13 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Carl Anthony Towns 17 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, but shot just 6 of 21 from the field. Andrew Wiggins 21 points, 7 rebounds, 4 Assists, but he shot just seven of eighteen from the field. Tyus Jones had eight or had 14 points, 10 assists. Mavs 122. Sixers 102. Uh, this was rough. This one had no Joel Embiid, no Jimmy Butler, no Luka Doncic, uh, but Justin Jackson for the Dallas Mavericks had 24 points. J.J. Reddick had 26 points. Tobias Harris had 25. Ben Simmons, 17 points, seven rebounds, uh, five assists. He was just five of 15 from the field. Uh, Dwight Powell had 14 points. Jalen Brunson had 13 points. Salah Mejri had 16 and 14 off the bench. Trey Burke had 16 points off the bench. Sixers shot just 18% from deep in this game. Jazz, 111. Horn. It's 102 in Salt Lake City. Rudy Gobert led the way for the Jazz, who have now won five straight and moved into the five seed in the West. Gobert, best he, defense in the NBA, best defense in the NBA by, by far. Like Milwaukee's been there all year, but I this this Jazz team is is right there. I'm with you. uh Jazz is Jazz is ranked number one
1: and fourth in offense. Whew. So so since that since the All Star break.
0: That, yeah, they're, I mean, they're on a run right now. 18 points, 18 rebounds, three blocks for Gobert. Uh, Ricky Rubio had a good game. 20 points, 13 assists, 9 of 9 from the free throw line. Donovan Mitchell, 25 points, 5 assists, 4 steals. Kemba tried to make the Hornets relevant once again. He dropped 47, 15 of 28 from the field. It didn't matter. All the other starters had 6 points on 14 shots. Jeremy Lamb had 23 off the bench. And then the Suns, 122. Cavaliers, 113. Devin Booker. Didn't flirt with 50 points. Didn't score 40, but he did have 25 points, 13 assists. Uh, Rashawn Holmes had 13 points, 10 rebounds. Dragon Bender had 12 points, uh, 10 rebounds. Josh Jackson, 19 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 blocks off the bench. Jamal Crawford had 19 points for the Cavs. Colin Sexton had 21. Jordan Clarkson had 20. Uh, Ante Zizic had 15. Tristan Thompson had 15. Uh, Trey, we don't have to talk about this game, right? No okay good uh let's go to the lines of the night we got a lot to choose from here uh let's see what we got we got Kemba Walker with his 47 points uh also had five and three in the loss Eric Bledsoe 29 5 7 and 5 Al Horford triple double 19 11 and 10 Evan Turner triple double 13 10 and 10 Goran Dragic had 30 points five assists um Rudy Gobert 18 and 18 where are you going with this uh, line of the night uh, I'm going
1: with Nipsey Hussle, and then also I'm going with uh, Marcus Smart winning the uh, Red back Award.
0: He played with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna, I feel so bad for Kemba Walker, especially after they got blown out by 47 points last night. 22 straight. Yeah, even though even though we don't uh, even though we don't really give line of the night to the to the guys who lose, I'm gonna give it to Kemba Walker because don't he, do it. We he he need hate something, now. Trey. Yeah, I'm gonna get hate mail, but I'll take it. He he needs something here. Uh game to watch for Monday. Or I'm sorry, for Tuesday. Trey, I'm gonna go with the Hawks at the Spurs. Trey Young is must see TV right now. He's been incredible. He had that game winner against the Bucs this weekend. He's dishing out assists. He's hitting threes. Um and the Spurs team is battling for playoff position in the West. So I'm gonna go Hawks at Spurs. Uh
1: since I'm a big fan of Fox and Harden, I'm gonna go Rockets, Kings.
0: Oh, that'll be a good matchup. Especially the way the the I like the Kings uh, the, the way they tried to defend Harden uh, last week. I think they played him within the last week, and he still went off. and, and James Harden just you got to watch him right now. He might be the MVP, possibly. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash count the dings. Subscribe to the back-to-back podcast feed with new basketball buds, uh, which will actually be on Wednesday this week and Nerdishy She Wrote will be on Thursday. Of course, we have the new mailbag on Friday and it has its own feed. Uh, go subscribe to Black Opinions Matter Monday, which you can find on its own feed on all podcast platforms. Subscribe, rate, review the Daily Ding, as well as House of Strauss and Pack Your Knives. Thanks for waking up with us. Take your medicine, eat your egos, do all that stuff, brush your teeth. Trey, you got to sign off? Ding, ding.